Welcome everybody to the Persian, the pers Persian perspective. perspective. Persian perspective Persian. brought to you by a Persian and a Malay person. Yes. A Malay slash whatever else are you? I'm uh, my my ancestors were like a tailor and a bunch of pirates probably. Pirates. <laughs> I meant by the race. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's um, my my mom is of Pakistani descent. But mm. right, right at the border, so mm. when partition happened, it's like, oh crap! Um, <laughs> but a border with uh, India or border with uh, Iran? It's uh, it's. Don't tell me you're half Iranian. <laughs> my it my could be. my mom, my grandma was uh, a Bataan, so partially. Uh, <laughs> wayward Afghani somehow got stuck in the family tree. Shit. <laughs> Like get me down! No, you're eating biryani for the rest of your life. <laughs> ah! That's that's essentially it. Um, yeah. So that's about it. Yeah. 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 I, by the way, I'm not pure blooded either. We've we've been fucked by every dick in the universe. That's a terrible image. Yeah. Just a bunch of interstellar dicks coming down. Just. Ah. I won't be surprised if there there's a there's there's a clues about aliens visiting Iran as well in yeah. ancient uh, there's an ancient city in mm. Turkey that's underground city yeah and there's like the whole this whole history channel documentary yeah. as if like what were they trying to hide from because you can't see it from the outside but underground it's like an intricate underground tunnel that yeah. Zoroastrians built yeah and there's like, oh, it's about this inscription that they have about the thing that come out of the sky. Right, right. And I'm like, yeah, probably aliens fucked us too. That is, that is great. Let me know when it comes out of your chest. Yeah. I uh, need fuck. to be able to get a head stuck. Ah, fuck. <laughs> By this time, trust me, it will be a relief. Ah! Uh, fuck oh, it. my God. Just the put day, me out of this nightmare already. The days have not been looking great, have they? It's, no, no, they haven't. And they don't look great coming yeah. forward either. No, it's not. I'm We've, quite tired of it, really. Given yeah. up, kind of. Yeah, no, I wasn't aware. <laughs> this is a comedy podcast, people. Yeah. <laughs> this is a comedy. <laughs> no, but this is what comedy is based on. Does it make uh, you miserable, happy, uh, sad, and in pain? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's getting turned into jokes. Yeah. Every single terrible trauma that is happening to you, we turn it into jokes. And that's what separates us from the serial killers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A serial killer is like, hey, fuck it, I'll kill my mother. Yeah. Another killer will be like, oh. Or is this, whereas we're just like, we're going to talk about my mom on stage for the next 35 minutes yeah. and people are going to laugh at my pain. And risk the fact of not getting a laugh yeah. and then drown ourselves in booze. Yeah, so the only thing that a comedian serial kills is it's is his organs, but in a series. <laughs> Starting yeah. from the liver. Starts with the liver, then the pancreas. Uh, next thing you know, your heart gives, and then your kidneys are basically foie gras. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of which, I'd love to try some. Yeah. Uh. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's great, although you can't eat too much of it. It's like, I wasn't aware that you... Oh, you've had foie gras? I've had foie gras before, way back when, and objectively tasty mm -hmm. but not for me because it's like this is weird it's like if liver and a stick of butter had sex and had a baby <laughs> this is what it would taste like that's pretty much the description i get about it yeah. usually it's like liver but it's like butter it's and like, the thing that just came melts. out of a living animal is like what did they do to you this well is, force feeding if, yeah right so when you finally put two and two together you're like i shouldn't be eating this this feels like disease um yeah 
Yeah. <laughs> We're not talking about food suddenly. No. <laughs> it's just... Uh, no. Yeah. So speaking of food, I want to try an ortolan. Well, that's not a possible thing to eat in Malaysia. Or... What I, well, I have to... Well, What's an ortolan? Ortolan is a famous ancient dish yes. that is banned in France now. Huh. So France and Rome as well as I used to be... Romans used to eat that. Right. That uh, they would take the the ortolan is a kind of a bird. Right. That it's, it's a small bird, like it's as small as the palm of your hand. Yes. It's smaller than the palm of your hand, even. Yeah. And they would take the bird and they would drown it in armagnac. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is a yes. type of cognac. And they yes. drown it in there. Beautifully done, really. Yes. Uh, not a bad way to go. Yes. And uh, then they would fry it. Right. Uh, fry it, I think, using the same alcohol from the cognac, yes. basically. Yes. And they would just put the whole thing in their mouth and eat Single it. shot. Yeah, like in one shot deal. And yeah. they would put the... Like, the thing is, is like they have the tradition of putting a cloth over their heads yes so one they get the aromas in two yeah. to because it's so delicious yes. that's a sin yes so god doesn't see it yes yeah because you know a piece of cloth is what really right because <laughs> that uh, yeah. tonight for god <laughs> yeah a fucking curtain is going to stop the eyes of god from knowing how you how you morally fucked up. <laughs> you took the cutest creature i could make and you turned it into an hors d'oeuvre what the fuck is wrong with you yeah so oh, stab god. god with a cloth knife. yeah that's, that's great <laughs> i so, I, yeah. I saw it and they still have it though they still have it. Yeah. They serve it some in some French restaurants because there's there's no god there. Uh, <laughs> they call Paris the city of lights. Well, you know what's gone down in Paris. There's there's no god. There's there. no god there. I've seen down the tunnels, underground tunnels. No, no, not the catacombs with the churches made out of bone and shit. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know the history of that. I don't want to. <laughs> no. Just, just, uh, Why there's so many bones underneath your city, Paris? It's literally the fucking resemble the, the taking the quote of like castles are built on the pile of bones. Yes. That's literally yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, if you want to see the meaning of that, go there. <laughs> yeah. The city of love is built upon death, you know? Yeah. Saw so Anthony Bourdain going there, and, like, yeah. they had it in their wine cellars. They were, like, the guy who pulled out a skull and a yeah. fucking shin bone. Hey, look yeah. at this. It's like, oh, this is in your wine cellar of yeah. the restaurant. Yeah. Because the restaurant is connected to the catacomb. Oh, shit. <laughs> this is my Uncle Francois. He was not a... He was a good man. Very big, big man. Yes. <laughs> he used to give us foie gras before he fucked us. I, I saw a depiction. <laughs> I was going to move on, but then you Uncle Your pin is so smooth. <laughs> Where the hell did this come from? I was I was, I was, just trying I was to molested by a French chef. <laughs> to be fair, that 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 probably happens a lot. Yeah, um, squeezy. <laughs> yes, uh, I use foie gras as a lube. Come here. <laughs> now it's time to play find the truffle. <laughs> find the truffle. Come here, my little piggy. Uh, Ah, <laughs> oh, third dog. It was a good little big. Sniff the trap. It's difficult. Ladies and gentlemen, I gotta say, certain someone has taken two sp- spoonful of uh, vegetable oil. Uh, by vegetable, I mean you know exactly what I mean. Yeah. And I can see the effects. 
Come on. Uh, I, <laughs> I can see the effects yeah, right now. I saw it taken an hour ago, and now I'm looking at it. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I am. I am. I'm. I'm just really relaxed right now. Um, I haven't like dropped yet, but we'll, yeah. we'll see how this goes. That's what the coffee is for. Yes, it's <laughs> just it's just cushioning the fall. Basically. Always remember to take your uppers with the downers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you just hover like a like a like an aborted fetus in limbo. Just, <laughs> just where's my soul going? <laughs> With the pixie songs. Yeah. Where, where is my mind? Where is <laughs> no. my mind? Just Two hours from now, I'm gonna be in my bedroom just listening to Jefferson Airplane. Just, <laughs> One pill makes you larger, another makes you small. Not many people know that. <laughs> oh no, no. Um, and then we're just gonna. We're just gonna move on to uh, 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 Proctor, Proctor, Proctor Harum, um, Procol, Procol Harum, and um, yeah. and that song which they do, uh, another shade of pale. I haven't heard that. The wider shade of pale. It's it's like a Bach thing, but you get the feeling that this psychedelic Bach inspired piano piano organ rock song is like. Mm. This feels like drug music. I gotta say, our most successful episode has been doing drugs in Frank's house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot of people from France are watching it, apparently. Oh, really? Yeah, we're reaching, reaching 200 now. That is... And wow. from France. From France. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, this, hey. there's a, this sounds like a good idea. We should get high and go to France. Oh, yes. We yeah. do that, yeah. yeah. For some reason, I'm a hybrid between French and German. <laughs> so you're Swiss. <laughs> So you do not like that. No, no, but they'll just you know, just add some Italian there. Why, yeah. why don't you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. His ami Francois. Francois, we tell you. Like, make up your mind. What are you? Oh my goodness. Um. So yeah, no, I think, I think you you take whatever you can. Um, to just like deal with your issues if only because um uh the world is going to hell uh and we're never gonna get out of this i don't know when or how because uh we got the dlc for viruses all of a sudden in in malaysia so that's yeah we got the double strain from india yeah fucking krishna strain you know? <laughs> the fucking demigod this is Vishnu at the end of the Mahabharata. Vishnu. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I am death. Yeah, I am death. The destroyer. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Right? And this happened because people wouldn't stop fighting with each other, and Vishnu had to step in at the end, going, I'm just going to eat all of you now. I'm going to go apeshit, okay? Yeah. Nah. Yeah. I need silence. I need, I'm just going to just give me a, just give me a second. I am going to kill all of you right now. Yeah. And then he does. And yeah. then you, you learn your lesson. You got to give it to them. Like the mythology of India mm. and considering there's a portion of people who actually believe it's true. Mm. And I'm not talking about just the Indians themselves, but right. just there is something extremely rich about their culture. I mean, mm. they have been thrown back centuries now due mm. to God knows colonization mm. and segregation yeah and all of that but they were a complex society and you mm. read their mythology or look at their architecture and the things they achieved back in the day yeah and they were rich 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 motherfuckers oh but yeah now it's like 
going backwards and the thing is like the mythology you read it and you're like wait why is it so deep yeah and it seems like they it's said as if it has happened but yeah <laughs> but it's, it's weird there is some you don't get the same from the greek mythology no you don't because or the north north mythology north. With the Hindu mythology, there's these little interesting tidbits that sound futuristic. Like, one of the gods is traveling on, like, a flying machine, mm. right? Or the depiction of how the the weapons of the gods work. And, yeah. And a lot of them just sound like nuclear weapons. Like, they're arrows, and they sh you shoot them. Yeah. And when they hit the target, they explode in the brightness of a thousand suns. And to me, that's... That's, that's, that's a nuclear weapon. That's a nuclear weapon. There it's, was a there is a place in India where they found a considerable portion of uh, what do you call um, nuclear glass. Oh, okay. And there was this valley they that they say that this is a valley that gods battled. Mm. There was a battle between the gods, mm. and there's there is nuclear glass there, mm. which only forms in a nuclear explosion event. Right. And I'm not sure how accurate it is, but I've heard of them from several people. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a place that is like you find nuclear glass formed there, That's and really the weird. idea is that that this is, might have happened. Yeah, like they dug up a bunch of uranium and then just figured out how to use how it. How to use it? Yeah, and you cannot cause a chain reaction like with the fucking ancient tools shit. You need stuff like that to break the atom. But mm. so it was like, could it be? I don't. I'm open to the idea that they could have happened, that could have happened. Made life make makes life much more interesting, considering uh, how fucked up right it is right now in right. 2021. And I'll see it still going on for. I don't see the next decade any interesting no. thing happen, anything bright happen, which is actually the fucked up part. Which is because I see it like, which is the reason I kind of have feeling like I've given up. A little bit, like. I kind of feel like, yeah, what's the point? Not As nihilistic as it may sound, I'm like, more like, ah, God, mm. why the fuck? What the point? What's the point? Why it's am I doing it's anything? It's really difficult to stay motivated. Uh, I'll give you that. Because trying to get back on your feet after uh, after the pandemic has done something to your life is, is really difficult. Um, if you're job hunting, there there are no jobs. There's a lot of job offers, but none of them are going to hire. Yeah. And if you do get a job, it's going to be terrible um, because they know they can get away with it. Because they know that... You, you need they, it. <laughs> you need it. And they can fuck you. And they can fuck you over. Uh, happened to a friend of ours. Like one of the comedians, he, he got a job. They paid him like a, a half of what you usually pay for that level. Shit. And then instead of paying him for his overtime, of which there was a lot, they said that you just, like, converted to leave day. So you don't get any money when you do overtime with that company. So, yeah, you know, they can pretty much do whatever they want at this point. It's not great. Uh, other friends of mine have found jobs. But the jobs I've been told were... Uh, the. In the case of uh, like a, a media job, the hours are insane. So you'll work from like 4 to 12. And, and they're not paying you the same amount. And if you do it over time, they don't pay. They won't they're, cover your They're overtime. not going to pay. And also it's an online publication. So there is no like off stone. It's going to keep updating, which means that if you work from 4 to 12, like all sub-editors do, 
or you work from nine to five like all reporters do, your shifts are going to change. So you work the night shift on one day, the next day if they want you to come in the morning, they'll ask you to come in the morning and you can't say no. Yeah. So if you thought you were going to have a sleep cycle, you're not going to have a sleep cycle worth a damn. No, you're pretty much fucked. You're pretty much fucked. So it's either it's either bad jobs, a taxing jobs, poorly paid jobs. I got a job offer from UK. That one went to shit. Wow, shit. Was this before? The no, 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 no. I got a job. Actually, it recently got canceled. Oh, recently shit. I got rejected, yeah. And oh. um, it was actually from Ubisoft. Damn, seriously. Like, yeah, yeah, I got that. And uh, that was the only one that, like, I had applied for over 4,000 job applications. Seriously? Oh, uh, yeah. Like, if you check my email, like, it had reached the point, especially since the pandemic started, that it's like it had reached the point of just constantly just pressing apply, pressing apply, pressing apply. Jeez. And really looking for something to hang on to. Yeah. And this one, um, the person said, this one that got got the system, like I went to the finales, I was shortlisted mm-hmm. and everything. And the guy said, uh, I said, is it because I'm Iranian? And mm-hmm. the dude, God bless his heart, said, no, it's not. He mm-hmm. said, it's just he said don't worry about that and the only reason i asked is like like it's not a victim mentality no. i do not have that many victim mentality yeah but the problem is that it has happened so many times that right. just because the, like the second the other end of the conversation knew my nationality mm. um the the, the, yeah, the they job, wanna, yeah they were yeah. like oh we're very interested in everything and i was like so because sometimes i would leave the part about my nationality empty ah Right. And I would know it, so you understand you immediately understand where their mentality is. Even a yeah. company who says like, "Oh, we're about diversity and shit." Yeah, no, I don't no, think no, they, they're that. not. No. I got this first hand from a recruiter who said that. Oh shit! I got it first hand from a recruiter. He said, "She said, yeah, she said that um, a recruiter and somebody who was hiring himself, so they mm. were both together." Yeah, and said. Uh, the hiring manager found somebody, uh, the senior person who was looking for someone, he found an Iranian in oh, Iran. Right. Who knew his work. Right. He was good. He had a good pro- resume. Right. Proposed it to the hiring person that yeah. the talent, whatever the fuck. And before she even, and he just said his name. He didn't right. say the nationality. He just, and he hadn't sent the resume in. Right. She said no. Oh, okay. Yeah. She said no. And he's like, you haven't seen the resume. He said, no, it's okay. It's like... Oh, wow. It's like, she got the fact that he's like, he's Iranian, right? Yeah. He has a very Iranian name. Yeah. He had Shiraz in his name, actually. Well, right? that's a giveaway. That's a giveaway, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, he's like, no. He's like, you haven't seen the work. He's like, no, 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 no. Sorry. And uh, what happened? She said, "Like, oh, don't bother because like uh, hiring an Iranian, Iranian nationals, and uh, the immigration office is just a waste of time. Right? Uh, just not gonna work out." 
So even if the company's cool with it, all of the surrounding government architecture is going to get in your way. It's not about that even getting in the way. The problem is that the company doesn't want to... The company. It's not that the company also... The company itself doesn't want to go through the paperwork. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. So there's reasons, like, I would say, like, I'm not... Don't have the victim mentality of being, like... Oh, who I mean, no. you do that because like that's a very shitty thing. Yeah, I don't want to be that guy. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, I always have to also reaffirm the fact that just because of my nationality, I cannot do a lot. Of, like the very same reason I cannot have a bank account mm. is because of my nationality. Which is you know a little insane. You would think that banks want money so that they have money to like back loans against and stuff. The yeah. only thing that U.S. hasn't managed to sanction is really the. Place we take a shit. Yeah, no. <laughs> Even soon great. enough, the toilets will be sanctioning us. <sighs> so that's the thing. So I apply for three three thousand jobs almost, and like my email is like filled with that rejection letter, the same one that's always says after careful consideration, consideration yeah. which is a big fuck you to yeah, me. Really, yeah. I really hate that letter. I even spoke with the recruiter. I was like, if I ever start a recruiting company, I will make sure that they, I'll have people have a conversation. Like one recruiter. Yeah actually contacted me and said we can do this and was talking with me right and that meant the world to me just because like she took two minutes to make me feel like a fucking human being that's the one thing that we all wish we could get is feedback after the interview after we get rejected because it's like okay so you are rejecting me but could you explain could you please explain to me what i'm missing here yeah because there is no transparency and also it it fucks up the job market like if we don't know why we're not hireable we're yeah. never going to get hired and we're never going to be a potential future hire yeah right they because- even like if you're like when you're ticking through a job application and you say i require a visa yeah you already go to the section of later like they have to be very desperate to go to your yeah go to your application even though like now some countries still hire foreigners sure it's just and it makes you feel like shit like oh my god how many uh, and i got three thousand rejection letters ubisoft was the one that didn't reject me that's so weird and god bless them god bless them they didn't reject i went through the test i did everything that i needed to do huh and um just they didn't the team didn't like whatever I was or oh. somebody who was better. Well, um, yeah, I guess. Yeah, so the thing is I was like, yep, the future doesn't seem bright. No. So it's 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 not great. We're all one failure after another. Well, I don't know. I think failure is very temporary. But the thing is, where do you go from here is the question, right? Because your avenues are getting smaller and smaller. And I don't know about you, but I'm all I got in the long term is just this little promise that if I've got a project in the works, it's at least going somewhere. Yeah. Like, you know, being picked up by producers. But even then, the work is, the there's still work to do and you're not exactly getting paid for it. So that isn't going to become um, a viable a viable source of income for like another year. Yeah. So, until then, until then, what what do you do? Like a lot of my friends are just freelancing now, which is tricky because there's a lot of I know footwork. T- I know two of my girl girlfriends. Yeah, started an OnlyFans. Oof. Okay. Yeah. I don't have any uh, issue with it or anything. God bless their hearts; they're doing what they can. Sure. 
and go ahead, do whatever you like to do. Yeah. As, far, as far as I'm concerned, but hell, I do an OnlyFans too. If... I'll do an Only. Yeah, I'll yeah. sell pictures on my feet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you want, <laughs> uh, my OnlyFans is really simple. Like you pay me, and I make sure I don't flood the internet with my naked pictures. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, pay me or the dick gets it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you get the dick. You get it. Yeah. You're going to get it somehow. Yeah. I'm going to. Doesn't matter if I'm dropping it into your phone, your smart TV. You pay me or I'll send you my yeah. boxes with my yeah. skid marks. You won't be able to go to your smart fridge without seeing my taint. <laughs> right? Even if you cut off the grid, I will literally. I will literally FedEx just stockpiles of my naked picture to your doorstep oh until you pay me. Oh, that's terrorism, basically. That's, I, just that's terrorism. <laughs> I just I just realized two seconds ago that's actually that's terrorism. Literally terrorism. Yeah. yeah. Oh my brother! Oh my brother sent me some fucked up shit recently from I think it was an OnlyFans thing. There's a this gigantic obese fat woman laying on her side and she's the- single. <laughs> and this midget was fucking her belly button. Ah, wow. <laughs> I was like, oh, like, oh, God. You're hitting the wrong hole I there, Tony. I was like, why the fuck did you send me that shit? Because this is what brothers do. They just send hey, you terrible gifts. You're so fucked up shit. <laughs> like, I got a friend, like this uh, this American dude. He got he got off lucky. Aaron Barber, right? He used to be an open micer here. Hold down a solid five minutes. Not a nice dude, right? And then a week before the shutdown happened, his wife's like six cents kicked in and like, we got to go. And she booked a ticket to New Zealand. Of and, course. And she hightailed it him. Uh, she hightailed there with him uh, a day before the lockdown. Smart. Yeah. Shit. Zoom. Just like get the know. fuck out of here right now. Yeah, no. And then she they're just living it up in New Zealand. Just walking around maskless. He's touring the country now. Is um, he doing comedy there? You're doing the comedy yeah. there. I met him, yeah, I met him a couple times. Yeah, yeah. I saw him perform. It's called times. the the American Refugee Tour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Uh, now you know how it feels, but it's yeah. New Zealand, so it's like it's a it's a yeah. It's just country. another white country. It's just another it's just white a, country. It's like getting out of your home and going to your yeah. neighbor's house. Yeah. For America, it's most like going from California to Miami. Yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. It's fucking. just a different recipe. It's just a different flavor of crazy, honestly. Um, but no, Miami is not the right right uh, type. I mean Hawaii. Hawaii, no, Hawaii is Hawaii is very mellow. You forget that Miami is the state where Florida is in, so ah, yeah. So you know, it's that kind of crazy. But also, um, was it Miami? Um, no, Florida is the Florida. state. Miami is the city. What is wrong with me? Oh, it's okay. It's America. It's all the same shit. Okay, the shit. <laughs> it's all right. There, that's one place you can get things wrong about. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah, so this is how it feels like Americans when people don't get the geography right. Yeah, whoever the two of you are listening there in Texas. <laughs> I got a lot of people from Texas listening. Uh, unless you're from Austin, then God bless you, stay weird. Um, yeah, they're awesome. I'm just hoping they get get guns and can't take over the country. I like I like the idea of Austin because it's like a hipster town in Texas, yeah. right? So it's like our guns are gluten free. <laughs> I think that that was also the country that that the town that uh what's it called the the guy went and made a 
made uh, haram bullets. Yes. You know haram bullets are? I have no clue what a haram bullet yeah, is. Yeah, when there was some um, Arab Arab activity going on. Yeah. Which I, I'll just name it Arab activity. Arab activity. Yeah. That good old Arab activity. Arab, you know, it's all in the same ballpark. Yeah. Of, it's all in the yeah. area of somebody's going to yeah. die. Brown hairy people. Because just... it is a religion of peace. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's... It's sometimes a religion of peace and sometimes uh, uh, a religion it's, of uh, in pieces. That's yeah, slightly in pieces. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, for, how do you, how else would you keep the peace if nobody else? If no, somebody no, has to die. Right. Sometimes you just yeah. gotta kill the motherfucker. Yeah. That's just how you do. <laughs> somebody is against you. They're dead. No, now nobody yeah. is against you. The number of times I wanted to shoot somebody in a McDonald's because they were chewing with their mouth open. Fuck. And I'm like. Oh, so this, you know, I can't be telling countries and political parties and faiths and cultures not to kill each other when I want to shoot somebody in a McDonald's for chewing with their mouth open. Yeah, exactly. You and know? that's what happens with the Arabs, too. Yeah. That's the mentality. I can't judge. No, you can. Because I... it's written in the book. You can do that. Okay. If it bothers you, yeah. you go and shoot the motherfucker. <laughs> you ask the elder first. Yeah. And if he says, go ahead. So is this like halal? Is yeah. like, what is he doing? He's, yeah. you know, he's in the McDonald's. He's eating a hamburger. Yeah. You know, the food of Satan. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. That, that's fine. No, no, no. But he's, 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 uh, he's putting the ketchup on, on out. He's, he's sucking on a ketchup <laughs> packet and then chewing on the burger. Kill them, motherfucker. That's, that's very bad. He should be slashed a thousand times, but that's not like, that's not the reason to kill him. Yeah. He's chewing with his mouth open. He's chewing with his mouth open. Burn his village! Burn his village to the ground! Kill him! Kill him! Kill him. <laughs> there's, there's a special place in hell! Uh, uh. The level 10. Whatever the fuck. <laughs> Oh my god, that's the stuff that they teach us. And it's like there, I, I don't know. They told us. I remember the level seven of hell. Like yeah. not the, there was not the, in the the hell version that they were teaching us in yeah. school. There wasn't really levels. There were just yeah. the places. Yeah. <laughs> and one of the rooms, there's this huge uh, ostrich who eats you and shits you out and eats you again. Huh. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. That Fucking sounds, leave me alone, dude. That's somebody's kink. In, I'm yeah. Pretty sure. uh, yeah. If you're a martyr, you fly over the bridge of heaven. That's right. Yeah, that's the. the uh, are those legit stuff they were telling us? It's like, if you, if you like, die as a martyr, you have wings. So you, you don't, have wings. And you're you crossing over on the bridge. Yeah. There's a bridge that you have to cross over. Yeah. And. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. I mean. Uh, what, what, I guess what, what were we talking is, about before I, I don't know. I, I you, just, you mentioned an ostrich pooping people out. Ah, that, we're talking about haram bullets. Haram bullets. When there was some terrorist activity going on, this guy went and made a paint on that made out of pork blood. Really? Yeah. He I mean, thinks that's a... Th oh, yeah, geez. so he would shoot you because there's like bullet, the bullet has pork in it, yeah. you'll go to hell. So it's like... And the tagline was like, don't just kill him, send him to hell. Right. Yeah, so, and then like a cleric or Muslim cleric, cleric told him, it's like, you know, it's because he didn't do it by his will. It still doesn't count. Yeah. Right. You can't force feed him pork blood by way of bullet. That's yeah. not how that works. Yeah. The company went on the business after that. It's oh, true. Yeah. Oh, jeez. No, because you underestimate the intelligence of the, the average gun nut. You get the pork blood. The, you get the pork blood. You get these pork blood motherfucker. Yeah. This fucking sand niggas here. <laughs> uh, That's not how it works. I hate that. I hate that terminology. Why would sand? you call me that? 
I don't know. I mean, I think it's just like they need they need to find analogies for for their hate of races that they actually understand or they actually know about. Yeah. Right? But their but their field of understanding is so tiny. All they can do is like analogies. So yeah. that's that's the only thing they can think of, right? <laughs> Right, and they figured, oh, it's close enough to Africa that we call it, we can call them the N word. So we'll just do that. Pretty much, yeah. That's yeah. I'm pretty sure that's the mentality. Yeah, yeah. I told you, that was the first joke I had in the when I did my first stand up. Yeah, yeah. The guy called me a sandig. I was like, really? Where was this? This was in Publica. Seriously? Yeah, the dude actually called me a sandig. To your face. To my face. And I was like, Ugh. Do you know who it was? I want to like. I no, it was just some random American because he thought he can talk to me because he's white. Wow. Yeah, you know, because I feel like the thing, like, I gotta give it to you, Asians. You guys really give white people a lot of credit. Yeah. So they really feel like not only they are, or they're already up their own asses. Yeah. But when they come here, they really think they're up their own ass. They're, they really think they're, oh my God, like, oh, yeah. we're the kings here. We're the yeah. life of the party. Everybody loves us, whatever. So they really a little bit too cocky. They, they throw their weight around just a little bit. They throw their weight around a little bit extra. They yeah. they talk down to you a little bit. Like, ah, oh, you Asian yeah. friend or you Iranian friend. We're here with the culture and everything. I'm like, shut the oh, fuck calm up. Down. This, we, you're being weird. Yeah. I think um, we liked this, the few Americans we did get. We actually were fond of because they were from these parts of America where... You had to understand other cultures, or you would, or you would have no friends, mm. right? Um, From Brooklyn, Detroit, like you know, like Boston, uh, like like Aaron, for instance, is from Austin, right? So mm. he's like, it's the only, it's it's the only like liberal part of Texas. They, they described it as the the blueberry in the giant bowl of tomato soup because it's the only like liberal part of. Texas that exists and um, so he's always been like he's told the line very nicely uh, also he's a southern boy so he's very polite and, mm-hmm. and uh, Steve-O Steve-O Jocelyn was another one Steve-O and his wife Jen lovely people yeah uh, and I think it's because they were like teachers and missionaries in uh they're not really missionaries but they joke that they look like missionaries uh yeah uh yeah i got approached by a lot of white missionaries as well have have, have that ever happened to you a white missionary like come to you talk to you about jesus uh i've never gotten (laughs) the jesus knocking on my door thing yeah yeah no i was like hello sir have you heard of our lord jesus i'm Mm. like why did he come who why did the best thing to say who don't tell him I'm here. <laughs> I owe him money. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. Is he coming with Jesus? <laughs> it's pronounced yeah, it's 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 pronounced Jesus. I owe I owe SA money. Don't don't tell him I'm here. Shh. Come in, come in. Sorry, I gotta clean out the garbage bags. Too many body parts. Can I get you something? No? Okay, Make have a nice day. At home. Yeah, have a nice day. Don't get your pants tangled in your bicycles. Uh, yes. 
there was once that they approached me as like, yeah. where are you from? I was like, ah, what is your religion? They didn't ah. ask me where I'm from. They asked my religion. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm Jewish. I'm the ones who send them over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're the ones that got them. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't talk to yeah. me after that. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, it feels good now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I... I think if you if you're a Malaysian and you have any understanding of history, yeah. if like a white missionary comes to your doorstep, have you heard about Jesus? Yeah, for about five hundred years now, you came around the last time and took all of our fucking resources. <laughs> I can't believe you're still trying this shit. We yeah. got you to leave sixty years ago. How are you still coming back? Yeah, go away. Yeah, come, come here. Trying like the... you built a bunch of schools and shit. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Give, why give, why do you still want this? Give me back my iron and copper <laughs> and shit, yeah. whatever the fuck you took from me. Can I get my gold back? Can I get my gold back? Can I get my land back, please? Yeah. Or my oil, yeah. you know? Just stop stop why you've already gotten all the money and the land mm. and you come here and you do whatever you want because people treat you like kings and now you want souls as well. What are you? A fucking vampire? Go away. Piece of shit. Yeah. Wait. It's so tiring. So, yeah. Yeah, that giving them that, yeah, giving them that is like yeah. they feel very cocky to have that effect. So the guy called me a Sanager. I was yeah. like, eh, that's, eh. that's so weird, just whipping yeah. it out. Yeah, he got mad because I really did compare. It. I was like, hey, you guys are Nazis with better publicists. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's literally that's, what yeah, you did. It's just because you don't have a gas. As it says, like just because you yeah. don't have a gas chamber doesn't yeah. mean you're committing genocide, motherfucker. Yeah, you just swapped out the Nazi logo swastika with a Walmart logo. That's it. That's all you are. That's all you did, and you managed to really make yourself believe that you're doing it for the greater good of yeah. everybody. So did Hitler. Really, yeah. he was like, yeah. "Oh, yeah, I unite the world and the one." Yes. Flag of Germany. My bean farts will last for nine thousand years. Yes. <laughs> Which is a thing. He was a vegetarian, but he only ever ate beans, so he had terrible flatulence. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine what he pooped like. Been like oh my his God. farts would have been amazing. Oh jeez, and he was on so many drugs. Mm. Predominantly meth. Yeah. Which explains a lot now that I think about it. Yeah, he was all twitchy and everything. Mm-hmm. Twitchy mm-hmm. and shit. Well, the Nazis created myths, which is amazing. Yeah, which is great. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank God for them. Yeah. <laughs> Say what you will about them. They know, they know their shit. <laughs> so this whole time we thought the Germans were just really efficient. Turns out they were just tweaking. Yeah. Turns out they were on speed. Yeah. Running. <laughs> yeah. We are so efficient. <laughs> That's how quickly they managed to get over Europe. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that they're, even their tanks were filled with speed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody thought the Germans were efficient. No, you're just tweaking. Just you're tweaking, tweaking motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> eh, just, no, they just changed it with Adderall. Oh, geez. yeah. Which is still meth. Yeah, no. It's, Literally still the same chemical it's, compound it's, uh, as meth. Yeah, it's uh, suburban meth. <laughs> it's legalized meth. <laughs> yeah, it's a white picket fence meth. <laughs> you, you go get it. Are you the, winking? The no, doctor. I'm twitching. I'm tweaking. <laughs> Are you hitting? I mean, yeah. no, no, just, no. Just, it's nerve damage. Oh god, fucking asshole. So, um, yeah, it was like he was so yeah. happy about that. He was so. I think I don't remember what he said to me. It was like, I think. Oh, he actually, he was actually hundred percent on with the fact that 
America attacking Iran, yeah. like it would like it would be great. We will topple the government for yeah. you guys and bring democracy and freedom as if that fucking shit is real. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, nah. Yeah. I'd rather Nazis destroy Iran than America. Yeah. At like, this what? Point. He was really like, what? <laughs> he did. He actually. The thing that bothered me most about that. Yeah. He actually. Yeah. Thought that I will be okay. I'll be on board with it. I'll be like, yeah, totally cool, man. Yeah. 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 yeah let's do it, man. Yeah. Bring your white fucking ass to the fucking yeah. country. Here's the thing about the Americans. I gotta yeah. say, if you die eleven thousand kilometers away from your home. Yes. You're not dying for your country, you piece of shit. <laughs> Anything happens to you. And like they're talking about, I knew they wanted to destroy us yeah. in Iraq. I'm like, yeah, you were in Iraq. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I knew that guy wanted to kill me. Jocko Willing, great guy. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking motivational speaker now at Navy SEAL. Yeah, like, yeah. I lifted the guy's mask and he looked at me with a look of death. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I knew he wanted to kill me. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. You're yeah, yes. you're you're in you're Iraq. In backyard, you asshole. You piece of shit. He was a piece of shit. Yeah. He might have been a terrorist, he might have been a fucking savage, yeah. sure. Yeah. But yeah. he was in Iraq. Yeah. You're dying and my buddy got shot in the back of the head. Yeah. In Iraq. Where is he from? Kansas. Okay. <sighs> I'm sorry that he died quickly. Yeah. <laughs> he should have died he should have tortured the motherfucker. Oh, I mean, the, the, that idea that he was like, yeah, you, we will attack and yeah. we'll bring democracy, we democracy and peace to you. To you. Like, no. Every, you know what's funny? I look at, uh, I watch, I watch. Americans the, rape you and make you believe that it's actually for your own good. <laughs> I watched The Boys and I looked at the depiction of Homelander and it was like, this is, this is very over the top. And then I think about all the stuff that I've, that I see people commenting on online, and I'm like, actually, you know what? No, this is very accurate. This is very this cartoon of a human of a superhero villain in this story that is so over the top. There's more blood than a blood bank on the screen, is surprisingly accurate for what it's trying to represent. Pretty much, and it fucking sucks. <sighs> well, nothing good's gonna come out of it. But yeah. you know, as it were. Uh, Aaron yeah. left, then Steve-O had to leave. Yeah, sad to hear about those two. Yeah, it's like, you finally get some decent white people, and it's like, they can't even stick around. Yeah. Because, you know, decent white people don't get to stick around. The ones that are pricks, do I guess. The ones that are pricks are, yeah, in Malaysia, they're always welcome. <laughs> yeah, There's no. this thing, and it's like... What the fuck? You're, you get it? You got a job here? <laughs> you said, you're allowed to work? I don't... Yeah, it's not great. What's the weird? Fuck that part is that, like, I know somewhat one who's pretty much a... I, I, he's not a child molester, but he has, like, sex with un, underage girls. Oh, Jesus. I knew him. I don't know him, knew him, knew him, but I know him. And he's actually... He was pretty active in WIP. Oh, jeez. Uh, which is, like, not far from you. Yeah, you could literally, like, wander into the yeah. place by accident. From yeah, there. he's a teacher. And, uh, ah, no. And he that's not his a, students. So that is not like, a good look. And uh, he's totally, he's like, hey, I'm white, I can do whatever I want here. Oh, my God. And he boasts about it. And I was like, oh, you motherfucker. Oh, Mm -hmm. they want me they love me they just throw themselves at me 
So when you hear that, it's like a very bitter taste in your mouth. Like, what the fuck? You know what's funny? It's that every other kind of foreigner doesn't get the same treatment. No, nope, they don't. Not, not. I, I've seen that happen. And like, even not even Malaysia, even Singapore is the yeah. same in that manner. Martial arts teacher got one of his students pregnant, raped another kid oh as well. God. Only got four years of jail in Singapore. Huh. This was a headline news. Four years of jail. I was like, if he was a Caucasian a Middle Easterner, what the fuck he would have done to him then? Oh, my God. Because this guy was a white dude. Jeez. But it's funny because, like, anything below white is is considered less than a citizen. Yes. But if you're if you're basically a Westerner, right, now you're... You get a red carpet treatment. You get a red carpet. It's very weird. I don't know what the hell this is about. Um, and it used to be hot. You think it would die down. It hasn't. No. It hasn't really. Like, we've never really given up the hype about the the expat thing. It's very strange. You know? You, you heard about the whole sort of debacle with that... With the with the Dutch lady and uh, and the batik shop and tell it and she's saying that she wants to see Malaysian women wear traditional clothing more often and for them to dress beautifully. No, again. who the fuck? What the fuck is that? I, there was some there was this controversy uh, a few months ago talking about the this this Dutch lady who has lived in this country for many 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 years since she was a teenager. Basically. Yeah. And she went around the world, and then she came back again, and then she put her roots down here, and she has a shop in Penang and Ian O and whatnot. Lynette, I think her name, or Lizette, I can't remember. And this was a report on the South China Morning Post, Yeah. and she talked about how she wants to be able to sell clothing so that local women can wear the local traditional dresses again and dress beautifully again. Because she doesn't think that local people dress well anymore. Ah, oh, great. Right. Thanks, white lady. Yeah. It's, yeah. And then there was a huge <laughs> furor on Twitter about everybody just coming out dressed in their finest traditional clothing, which is all really expensive and is actually kind of hard to get. But also, traditional clothing is comfortable. Like, it's like a batik shirt. It's just really comfortable. <laughs> oh, no traditional Malay dress is like a pajama basically. <laughs> yeah. That sucks. Yeah. The yeah. fact that he could she could she even has the audacity to say that shit. Yeah, yeah. So it's like how South China Morning Post is interviewing you about dresses. You and nobody basically yeah. who's saying all that shit. And 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 everybody else is like, I wear this shit to work. What is your... Like, I got... I literally have friends. I wear a sari to work. Like, why why are you being a prick about this? Like, like I know doctors who wear saris I like, to work. Actually, funny enough, I like Malaysian's traditional clothing. Yeah. I love the colors. I we, love we the stole this, a lot of stuff from you, uh, Iranians, let's be real. I know that too, yeah. but yeah. But the thing is, like, like I look and I prefer... The colorful look yeah. of, like, even the hijab that you have. It's yeah. like, I prefer that and it looks good and yeah. more bright colors. Yeah. I prefer that to black and white, which is yeah. the common color in Iran now. Yeah. Which makes it very depressing. Yes. Here is, like, you see these all this variety of pink and purple and yeah. green and blue. And yeah. it feels good. I was like, what the fuck is she on about? I don't know. She, she's just trying to sell clothing. 
I got this friend of mine. Uh, her name is uh, Akila, and she is like uh, an actress and also like a pro wrestler. Uh, it's it's a weird combination. Well, she's really petite. Mm. She's a really petite girl, but she's like an amateur wrestler. Mm. Right, so they got the ring, and she's diving off the top rope. It's it's really weird in a hijab, and in a hijab. hijab. <laughs> no, that is weird. That is weird. It's like a jumpsuit with a hood. Yeah, right. She calls herself the Phoenix, and then she the jumps prophet, off. Prophet and... Mama's ninjas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have it, man. Let's have it, baby. <laughs> yeah, no, nin- nin- the ninjas of Islam. The nin- yeah, no, it's well. just. A... <laughs> she throwing Jesus. shuriken. Yeah, no, why not? With the sign Do of it. Allah. Yeah. <laughs> like the shurikens are like these geometric patterns you find on like a on like an Isfahan mosque. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got Muslim. <laughs> the infidel falls. I'll, I'll love you with you. Come here. I'm I'm for it. Like let's do it. Let's do it. The first, uh, the first Assassin's She's Creed. She's doing her finishing. Yeah. The infidel killer. Yeah. <laughs> Jump off. Of that. I don't know, but no, it's it's all really it's all really cool, and she yeah. does cool things with her hijab. Like, there's you can't see her hair, so she treats the hijab like hair. So mm. sometimes a hijab's got braids. Mm. Oh <laughs> shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you can't braid your hair. You'll braid the hijab and you know tie it up like it's a. Like it's an East European sort of like chignon bun and shit. That's all really cute. So yeah, we 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 like playing with the loopholes here. Um, uh, go going back to Muslim ninjas. <laughs> you they open can't. up a bit of a can of worms here. Yeah, it is. It's a doozy. Yeah. You might get some jihad effects right now. I but. mean, everybody forgets the first Assassin's Creed um, was a Middle Easterner. The, the first the Assassin, f- the Assassin's creators yeah. were Middle Eastern. Well, they were, and yeah. it's like Iranians yeah. in particular. <laughs> the founder was an Iranian. Yeah, yeah, they were like the the the, the term. We made it. Hassan, Hassan Sabah. Yeah. Yeah, Hassan Sabah, and and it was uh and the ge- the game's character was based on that right and it yeah. was a very bold choice because it came just just a few years after 911 and yeah. it was like wow ados you you've you've got some balls on you holy yeah. shit yeah i, really, I was yeah. like oh ter- terrorism is rooted yeah. in the fucking history is wait you it's a beautiful idea though it's a Ubis- <laughs> the ubisoft do uh, ubisoft made it ubisoft made it so it's only appropriate that they almost hired you. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is actually one of the part of the thing I told yeah. him was like, oh, the Prince of Persia was like, I, I was so yeah. taken aback by it when I first yeah. played as a kid on DOS. Yeah. <laughs> uh, remember the first Prince of oh, Persia? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. fucking awesome. It was, like, it was difficult. It was, oh my God. It was fucking it was, difficult. Yeah. It made me rage quit. I understood rage quit at a very young age yeah. when I'm fucking getting hit by spikes. Yeah. And I couldn't fucking kill people. Yeah. yeah. And you couldn't throw a CTR monitor out the window back No, it was, that, that shit was heavy for my fucking nine-year-old, the seven-year-old body. Oh, my God. And yeah. it's such a, but it's such an iconic game. Yeah. And I was uh, fantasized about like joining Ubisoft right. and actually 
making a sequel to the Prince of Persia yeah. because it really went down the hill after one or two. Yeah, it was a bit weird afterwards. Um, it really, and the thing is, is like it's Prince of Persia. The people look Indian. Yeah, they're they're not called, really... the the architecture is Arabic. I'm like, yeah. which part is it going? I know. What is the religion of the place? There's a you, yeah no, there's not a good lot of lot load of focus uh, on the, culturally. No, right? no, culturally they all look weird and yeah. shit and like because eh. they don't make the distinction. It's a it's a thing. They Dude is bringing an Arab garb. Yeah. Like, what? No. What? Why? Why are you doing that? It's weird because they do this with Asian cultures as well, like East Asian cultures. They can't really tell the difference between Japanese, Chinese. Wait, there's a difference. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> was trying really hard there. Um, was trying to try really hard to be serious. No, no, no. They all eat with chopsticks. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but you know, it's, yeah. it's like uh, yeah, they pretty much it, put everybody in their same ballpark. Same ball. The same, these people tried to kill each other. <laughs> I don't know why you're lumping them together. Yeah, the racism and the it's not even a racism. Like, look, to be honest with you, I don't didn't mind it until yeah. they said it. Yeah, you right. see, when I was a kid, I saw it. I was like, yeah, fuck it, I'm just playing it, and then you kind of go like, all right, now I'm. Getting invested in this shit, yeah, and you kind of see it for what it is, and you kind of go like, "Well, I kind of wish they paid attention to it." Yeah, it's like, what was it? The what was it? I forgot. There was this very horrible film. The guy was Japanese, but he was speaking Chinese. Right. Because the director hired a Chinese guy to play a Japanese dude who only the guy could only speak Chinese. Oh, jeez. So now that I remember seeing that, then I was like. Wait, that's Chinese, and the guy is Chinese. Yeah, yeah. For God's sake, his name was might as well be Jackie Jackie Chan. This, but this, he yeah. was like having a katana. <laughs> I was yeah. like, and he was talking in Chinese. So it's like you would want them to make those freaking distinctions. No, no, like no. they'll just lump them all together. Yeah, I, like I don't like I don't mind a Chinese actor playing a Japanese uh, right. person. That I don't give a shit about that. Yeah. But at least get some parts of it right. Yeah. Somewhat. Somewhat, right? Somewhat. Like, like I don't even want it perfect. Like, people give shit like... What was that movie came out called Gods of Egypt? Yes. Uh, that was about Gods of Egypt. Yeah. Gerald Butler, yeah. Nikolai Kostrovaldo. Yeah. They're all white people yeah. playing Gods Egyptian of, people. Yeah, <laughs> hmm? yeah it's, it's, it's in Africa. They, they, it's, they don't really look that way. No, they don't. And they all, like, played like that. You kind of go, like, I kind of... That, yeah. Like I don't, I don't mind it. Yeah. I don't. I I love them. I I watch it for what it is. And people sure. gave it shit for not having an Egyptian actor. Right. I don't care about it. I care about. Can you at least show the culture a little bit more accurately? Slightly. Yeah. Like even like as to the point that it doesn't seem offensive, please. Right. Because that's more important than like because the guy's name, the guy's profession is an actor. He right. acts. Right. As something that he is not. Right. Gerard Butler is not a god. No, he thinks he is. He <laughs> thinks he is, and that's what he's doing there. Yeah. He thinks he's a god at that sure. moment. The the What's most that? the most accurate hire I've ever seen for an actor to a character is Rami Malek playing the pharaoh in Night at the Museum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got an Egyptian to play the pharaoh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Good. 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 Yeah, good. I was like, oh, that's interesting. All yeah. Right. I mean, like. Okay, when you yeah. see him in Mr. Robot, you don't think, oh, there goes an Egyptian hacking, yeah. hacking the planet. Yeah, that's but, it. Yeah, but, but at least you tr- at least you did your homework. Yeah. 
Let's hire an Egyptian to play the pharaoh. But so yeah, you kind of wish they like at least respected some somewhat of the source material. Yeah. Yeah, like I watched the movie Three Hundred. This is the kind of the going away from the conversation, yeah. but at the same time, it's kind of on it as well. It's like I watched the movie Three Hundred. Yeah. I liked the movie. Sure. It was entertaining as fuck. Visually uh, sumptuous, yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, like, you also kind of have... But at the same time, I I, I liked it for... Like, they pretty much treated Iranians as monsters. Yeah, my God. Demons. And uh, funny enough, like, subtone of racism, if you want to really realize... Yeah. Like, really understand it, and nobody calls them out on this. Yeah. They hired... Any ugly person in that film was black. Yeah, yeah. The the messenger they The messenger on. was black. The yeah. Xerxes was semi black. Yeah. Was might as well be black because right. he he and the first one he appeared you you think you're looking at an African, basically. Yeah. Yeah. In the comics he looks African. Right. He literally is like an like you see a seven foot tall man yes. with a lot of piercing, he does have everything that resembles African. Yeah. Then you go like, oh no, he's actually Persian, whatever the fuck. Right. And he, so the monsters were black as well. They, the right. monsters that like cut your butler's eyeball. So yes. there is that racism there that you kind of go like, any, did you realize any ugly person in this film is black? Yeah, basically. And it's so, not great. No. So it's not great. So you kind of go like, why the fuck are you portraying it? And why the fuck nobody calls you out on this I think it was anymore? Just, I think there was so... First of all, it came out in 2005. So yeah. No one had... It wasn't woke culture. There was no wokeness yet. Yeah. So no one felt the need to call out of it, to call it out. And it was the first time where uh, more people were just simply talking about the Spartans than the the, the Persian uh, army that came in. So all of the discussion was about the, the, the Spartans themselves. So no one talked about... The, how does the Persians look in this film? How the film? Persians actually look, right? Because no one... Nobody gave a shit. Nobody really gave a shit. And people actually found it amusing. They were like, yeah, look yeah. at that Iranian, the yeah. Persian that came here, the conqueror. And they were portraying the culture as we were the enslavers. Yeah. Here's the fact. We were the America of the past. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. But with a bit more decency, I have yeah. to say, because we only invaded the neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we didn't went to America and actually all the yeah. way over there. You just, you just, like, it's the equivalent of invading Canada. Yeah, but the thing um, is, like, we would also give the same equal right to anybody who was under our banner. Right. America who just comes and takes away everything you got and tells you to fuck off and won't right. even let you back in. Yeah. Even the American, Iraqi and Afghani soldiers who served America in the war right. couldn't get the visa back to go to America. No, of course so, not. Of course not. You no. stay there, you sand nigger motherfucker. And it, was, and it, wasn't <laughs> even, it. it wasn't even like the foot soldiers. We're talking about... Diplomats? The, not just diplomats. We're talking about people who worked... Uh, Iraqis who worked with the CIA operatives as translators. Yeah. Right? The translators, you, yeah. You would think that he would be a shoo-in for an American visa. Yeah, right? given some sort of an immunity or right. Right. Nope. Es- especially if you consider that if somebody finds out he was a translator for the CIA, he is dead six times before he hits the floor. Pretty much. Right. So why not give him a visa? No, nah, no, nah, can't be bothered. Cannot. No, no, no. This is, nope. And high even, risk. High risk. They call me the high risk country. Even with even with people from even with people from the armed forces vouching for him. Yeah. It was just 
Like you had actual Americans vouching for him from the military, and they're still like, "No, we're not gonna let him in because he's a liability." Yeah, right. he's an asset. Yeah, and a liability. Yeah. We'd rather have him in his home country where he is super vulnerable because he's more useful to us there or yeah. whatever. Right. So fine, whatever Coventry to do. Yeah. So it's like mm. you see that film, and I'm like, wait a second. So I'm the this guy, mm. and you're portraying. And the thing is, it's a story. They say like we're the enslavers and the people who are like yeah. pieces of we're re- literally pieces of shit, and they yeah. have demons on our side. Yeah. And they are the Spartans are democrat democratic right country who have freedom. While in reality, it was a complete opposite. No, no, it, it was the complete opposite. So you then, if you have that lens towards the film, you're like. Oh, okay. If somebody who doesn't like ninety percent of America gets their news from the film, yeah. So that's their takeaway from that. that yeah, that is. That Leonidas looked Gerard Butler on roided up. Yeah, with his perfect six pack. Yeah, fucking handsome motherfucker that yeah. he was. Just <laughs> slow mo spearing people. Spearing people, throwing him, throwing the spear at Xerxes, yeah. and then scream. For his wife yeah. before he gets fucked in the ass by arrows. Yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> just over it's the top. So corny. Um, uh, but that is. But that is oiled up yeah. Spartans, <laughs> just oiling each other up. <laughs> just there half of the reason yeah. that the fucking army fell into the ocean was because of the amount of oil Spartans <laughs> used at the Thermopylae, slipping off the rock, slipping off each other. Just <laughs> like, dude, the fuck are you? Like, Who the hell? <laughs> Who the hell goes into battle looking like a chicken? That's what happened. They're like all that Spartans like. Ooh, ooh. And the <laughs> weird. <laughs> The weird part is it wasn't just the women who were turned on by it. It was mostly dudes who looked at them and go, I want to look like that. Yeah. Like, it really so managed cool. to show, yeah. show a very mythological look to a Spartan. Yeah. Well, like I read the book, finished, I actually finished a book recently yeah. called Gates of Fire by Stephen yeah. Pressfield. It was about that battle. Yeah. And the, by, the, by the way, the reality of the battle, the book is a fiction, but the reality of the battle is that this there wasn't 300. There was yeah. actually 7,000. Yes. Uh, so there's a huge difference. Yes. Okay, motherfucker. Yeah. There's a huge fucking difference. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, there's a difference within yeah. saying 300 people stood up to a million or- people army. Yeah. A 7,000 yeah. in a narrow gap. And <laughs> that, I read the book, and that book was like, give both parts right. equal honor right. in terms of what they were. And it was right. a beautiful work of fiction. But yeah. at the same time, it really spoke about the Spartan mentality. Yes. And I was like, okay, this book for me did more as a, for a idea of being a Spartan than that movie did. Mm, yeah. And the book is actually recommended to, it's on a Marine, a U.S. Marines read list. Really? Yeah, they, they read it because once you read it, you're like, oh my, yeah, it really gives you the mindset of what a Spartan, how a Spartan thinks. Right. And how, like, Leonidas was 60 years old when he battled. When yeah, he, he was, battle. very, he so was like, not that young a man anymore. Yeah, and he was there, there to the, till the last day. So it's like, right. like, all right, fuck, shit. But I think it's really telling about how, you know, a, a Westerner's notion of how they're the good guy influences their telling of history. Because they figure democracy is from Greece, therefore all Greeks must be democratic. democratic yeah. Therefore... You know, they're the ones who are fighting for freedom, whereas any yeah. outside force is fighting for, you know, you know, dominion and slavery. 
But Spartans had slaves. In fact, they they wouldn't have been able to survive without slaves mm-hmm. because they were predominantly concerned with training in the mili- in their military. Yeah. Because that's the only way you can get citizenship in that society. That all of the farming and all of the all of the field work had to be done by slaves. Yeah, and the weak would die immediately. Yeah. The weak would be killed immediately. And then part of the training for the young'uns would be to go out into their countryside to look for slaves to kill. Yeah. Because that was the training. Yeah. So honestly, if if you if possibly anyone, Africans, possibly <laughs> you joke. It's not that far. It's away. not that far. It's just down south of the border. Yeah. <laughs> It's, but uh, it's just that. Then, then so, they portray us as like, yeah, it's very. But then, but then there's this whole thing about you know they're glorifying it so much. They talked about in the movie the Spartans referred to the Athenians as boy lovers mm. right? because it's supposed to implicate that you know they're decadent mm-hmm. and they like pleasure too much mm. and they're debauched, right? Mm. Like the Athenians are are said by the Spartans to be not too different from how we view the Romans now. Yeah, but uh, they they liked banging kids in yeah. Sparta. Mm, like pederasty was like the national pastime. Who doesn't? <laughs> I immediately. <laughs> Have you ever seen a little boy? <laughs> little Spartan boy. <laughs> Hey, I'm already portrayed as a monster in the film. I might as well be. <laughs> oh my god! I immediately think to that character in the Big Lebowski called the Jesus. Oh fuck you, Tuesday! Fuck him in the ass, Tuesday! But in the scene, he has to go around telling people he's a sex offender. Right? <laughs> Exposed himself to a twelve-year-old. Yeah, <laughs> to an eight-year-old. To an eight-year-old. Great. Yeah. Well, but they fucks with the Jesus. Yeah, accept mm. yourself, Jesus. Accept yourself, Jesus. Uh. Speaking of Jesus, really, they... <laughs> That's <laughs> a weird segue. <laughs> I was talking to my Let's friend. go from pederasty to... Uh, no, it's still in the same ballpark, actually. Actually, yeah, now that I think about it. It's, <laughs> it's not that far, Jesus and a boy fucking. Yeah, yeah, you know, all things considered. considered. I, apparently, that was a straw that broke the camel's back when Jesus put that law out. They were like, oh, the wow. Jews were like, oh, oh. <laughs> I like my mishpoka. I like to have my, I like to suck, suck babies' dicks after I circumcise them. <laughs> Just... I'm not yeah. here to judge how to do a circumcision. Mm-hmm. I'm just—it's just a bit. It's, it's a, a bit, bit too much. much. Yeah. It's a bit much. Yeah, somebody pulled a prank on them. I swear. It's like, you, you had to suck that dick. Like somebody or told the moil you're no you longer a rabbi, dick, yeah. or it won't heal. And the moil's like, okay, I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but they was like, I told I was talking to my friend. I said they really like they were trying to make Jesus submit or whatever, yeah. pay penance. I was like, right. I, they really went overboard with that, you know. Yeah. What they achieved, the, what they were trying to achieve, which yeah. they didn't achieve with the uh, whipping and uh, yeah. crosses and yeah. this crown of thorns, I would yeah. achieve with two black dudes and a tail toe. I mean, look. <laughs> Just give me two black dudes. You assume. Wait, hang on. Give me. Give you me assume Jamal. the black. You assume the black dudes would be rough, which I feel is a little racist. <laughs> you don't know. 
Maybe Tyrone and Bubba are very gentle lovers. Maybe one of them is like played by Ron Funches. And he's just really soft and cuddly. Give like, me T'Challa. I need T'Challa. <laughs> fucking kill him on Killmonger. Yeah, no, just like... Just Oiled like, up. Just, just like, hey, babe, look. I'm this gonna, was 2,000 years ago. Okay, 2,020 I mean, years ago, okay? Look, so, look, if a black man's gonna fuck the son of God, I figured I'd go in gentle. Sla- it wasn't counted as slavery back then, it was counted as normal. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. I just think. You can't assume. I can't believe there isn't a Jew uh, 2,000 years ago that didn't have a couple of black people around. Oh, no, I'm sure. <laughs> just, I'm sure. Just get them. I was like, can I, I will just go to the, I, I will go to Yusuf. I'm like, yeah. Yusuf, can, I need to borrow two of your, two of your maids. For a couple hours, and can I have that broomstick? <laughs> That's it. I I would make. I Jesus, have concerns. I will make Jesus submit in a matter of hours. <laughs> Ezekiel, I have concerns. <laughs> I was okay with the two maids, but now the broomstick the is broomstick, a lot. Broomstick, mine is broken. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, it's two thousand. It's two thousand. It says two thousand years from now. Yeah. Okay. Brooms are not easy to get. It's not easy to get in. The one that I there's have. Not an awful there's lot not of, a Walmart. No, there's not an awful lot of wood in the desert. I don't know <laughs> if you've noticed. Yes. Like I gotta import that shit. Brooms have to be imported. G- G- I guarantee you, Jesus will submit to me very quickly. He will reply. He, he like whips and everything. It's child's play. I'm not here to be on the side of the Romans now, okay? <laughs> I just we've already we've already slagged off the predecessors, the Greeks. You don't understand. I'm trying to save his life. No, <laughs> you I think mean, I'm saying that to be a monster? I'm trying. If I did that, Jesus would be alive right now. Yeah. Okay. Fine. <laughs> be like, I'll take it. I'll take he'll it. He'll stop it very quickly. He'll be like, "Fuck it, I can't, fuck it, whatever you say, man. Don't break the temple down." <laughs> Eh, which by the way the nerve on the guy just a new kid in the blog hey I'll fucking burn down the temple I'll make it in three days fuck off <laughs> I mean you have any idea how many fucking people I had to fuck over to build this one I mean look when you hit 33 years old you'll want to burn shit down too okay how old was he? he was 33 years ah, old ah fuck yeah come on yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's son of an immaculate conception. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody, that was where the air quotes was made. <laughs> the air quotes was made 2020 years ago. <laughs> oh, uh, and immaculate air quotes. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I saw this TikTok about, so, jo- so Joseph is there and he's baking a pie. He's like, would you like to have some of my cherry pie, Mary? He's like, where did you get it from? I made it from scratch. We don't even have an oven. You see how sketch that is, Barry? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I think we should end that seg- end this yeah. segment on this note. Blasphemy, yeah. Blasphemy, that's... guys. Jesus be with you, guys. Hope you enjoyed wow. this. Wow. We are wild, right? I, uh, I uh, distance myself from everything that has been said here. I did not have sex with that woman. Uh, okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Take care, fucker. I am not a croc. I am not a croc. <laughs> Take care, fuckers. Bye-bye.